I, I know you're a lawyer, but I don't know how you're gonna make a case out of this, man. No, listen. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to another week's pod. Um, we're here with, as always, with Dino. I'm Jigs, and we're, we're joined by a special guest, someone who we've um, thought of from the very beginning when we thought of having guests on. Um, For sure, um, a, a very good friend, Enzo, big Suns fan, and it's a it's a great Let's time go. to be a Suns fan right now. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Um. Uh, Enzo also um, has a, another pod with with some friends of his, uh, Maroon Talk. Yep. Um, where they talk. Uh, tell us about tell us a bit about that that pod, man. Like, well, it's we talk I'm, I'm a about, fan. I'm a we fan. We started we started two years ago. We well we we only really talk about the UP fighting Maroons, um, hmm. mainly the basketball team. But um, you know, as you know, COVID happened, so. No sports happened last year, so sometimes we talk about other sports stuff like the last dance. We talked about the last dance last year. Oh, nice. Talk yeah. about um, you know when when UP has some recruits, new recruits to the basketball team. Sometimes we talk about it, and yeah, and you know last year we had some guests, um, athletes, alumni, UP alumni, athletes. And uh, so, so. yeah, th- that's that's basically what we do. So content is kind of hard to come by since there's no college <laughs> sports right sure. now in the Philippines. That's why you're that's why you're here for now. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here for now, diba? <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. You guys had to branch out into other topics, no? Forced, forced by. Yeah, situation. I mean, there's nothing else to talk about. Oh, <laughs> so how is that? How is that affecting like those who listen to you? Like, what's their feedback? What do you think, or what have you heard? Well, we we have we have some fans on Twitter. Okay. Like, we, oh, we, have, we interact with like a small uh, group of people on Twitter who UP Twitter, UP basketball. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I could see, who, I could see how there could be some hardcore, you know. Yeah, there followers. are, and they're yeah. really hardcore um, UP followers. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I can feel how they're you know they're really missing the college sports mm-hmm. in the Philippines, because you know because of COVID, nothing really is happening. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's how it is currently. Sorry. And UP has had a pretty good stretch as like recently, diba? Yep. Uh, in terms of recruiting, pretty solid stars. And I, I if I'm following correctly, you guys had the top. Like three finish or something. Top two finish. Top two. Yeah. Yeah. Top yeah. Two, yeah. The last. Team, so that's last. that's something akin yeah. to pr- perhaps what I'm gonna talk to you about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in that <laughs> I'm gonna ask you about in the sense that recent success um is outshining the the, the history of, of a team that you might yeah. have been supporting. I like I like um, the segue. I like the segue. But... <laughs> So, in UP's case, we all know the history. It's been a long drought, uh, yep. to put it nicely, yep. um, for the longest time. Even my my pop, who's an alumnus, um, he's he's been sad about that because he grew up in the time of um, Sela, uh, Paras, Benji Paras, and uh, Ronnie Magsanok. So, he saw those glory days where he was able to witness that. Um, so... I guess what I want to ask you, Langdon, and since you're you've been gloating a bit, and 
I can accept may, may, minsan lang naman like <laughs> no but like um <laughs> no no but 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 it's it's absolutely um deserved um I wanted to ask you about um your journey as a Suns fan knowing and then and then how 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 do you feel about um them placing first in the entire league and th- and that's really something i think that's something that we even brought up in previous podcasts where that was actually remarkable given the the what the last 10 years um or so uh yeah. so so how do you feel about and 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 judging by your you know <laughs> your jersey you feel pretty good about <laughs> that so tell, tell us about that yeah you know when after the bubble of course, we all know that the Suns went eight and zero in the bubble. I'm, I'm actually kind of tired of hearing that. That oh, the Suns went eight and zero in the bubble. The Suns went eight and zero in the bubble. The Suns went eight and zero. I'm tired of hearing that. But we missed the game by we missed the playoffs by half a game, and I knew then that next season, meaning this this 2021 season, we're gonna make it in. And when we signed Chris Paul. When yeah, when we traded for him, I I kind of felt like yeah, for sure we're gonna make the playoffs. We'll be probably a top six team at the at best, maybe a top four. We'll be yeah, number four. So while I like that we're number one, I I never expected that we'll be number one. It's I mean, it they really exceeded everyone's expectations, including. Its own fan base's expectations. So, I mean, <laughs> no, we've I also been lucky. Idea. I think that injuries have not been. We haven't been hit by too many injuries. Although Abdel Nader is injured, um, you know, Saric missed a number of games due to COVID protocols. Cam Johnson also. Um, but you know, our main guys: Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Aiton Bridges. They haven't been. They've been healthy the whole season. Um, I mean, Booker missed a few in, in the last January, I think. So yeah, I mean, it's it's luck. It's also great on-court chemistry. But I think ultimately, I would give credit to James Jones because you know the team that he built is is a team that. It's it's not just full of good players, you know, like skill wise, talent wise. It's the players that he got for the team, they're also smart. And I think that's the underrated um aspect of you know how the how the, how our team is built. Like, yeah, the Clippers maybe the Lakers are more talented. But as far as basketball IQ, I think the Suns have a deep reserve of, of basketball IQ from number one to number 12 in the bench. I mean, everyone can really play. Mm-hmm. Everyone can make the right plays, the right decisions when they're on the court. So, yeah, that, that's, I think, that's the biggest thing that I see with the team right now. It's the IQ that he put into the roster. Yeah, you mentioned the chemistry. I, I, that's something that I, um, 
I also noticed and, and picked up. I, I don't watch as obviously as many Sun games as, as you do, but I catch especially when it's a close game like earlier or whatever. But I really see um, that chemistry. Um, I also see something that makes me extremely jealous is that you have my guy Jay Crowder. Yeah, and, and I feel like you can't yeah. understate his impact on your team. You know, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, no, but, no, but yeah. I mean, that, that's something that I that as a I mean that that I regretted happening over the off season. I mean, they couldn't we we couldn't come to the, an agreement with him. But he's definitely. I mean, like players like that and signings like that are like we're parang are, are indicative of of a front office that knows what the team needs and, and knows how to the kind of guys that 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 put together a, a winning. You know, chemistry and winning, yeah, culture. So yeah, yeah, parang, right. yeah. I, I remember. Uh, well, you mentioned, and I think it's, I think it's a, uh, it's something that maybe went under a lot of people's radars. Is the, is is the hiring of um James Jones? I I think back in what was it, 2019, when he was hired. Um, I'm just, I'm not sure when exactly. 2018. Actually, so after he became he became GM, start of the 2018 season. I mean, okay. Their GM. He was GM. with Cleveland, correct? Yeah, he was with Cleveland with LeBron. Tama, I think. Yeah, I think that was the yeah. last team he played for. So when I heard that news, I was like, oh, of course, people would like speak highly about James Jones' loyalty, um, locker room guy, veteran leadership, um, uh, and and being LeBron's friend. Parang apparent that parang that it all his hiring came with all those things, and to me, it. I didn't. I, of course, you you would ex, you would hope that it's positive, but it seems like every year from then, they've gotten incrementally better. Sometimes even substantially. So, like maybe we can consider this year to last year as as yeah. exp, like that, that's a huge step up because you guys didn't make the playoffs and now you're the winningest team in yeah. the whole league. Um, that's 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 actually. It surprises me that that's what, that's the difference that the right mind, who and the right orchestrator can do, in the situation given the right situation. I think yeah. sometimes even a great person cannot assemble a team correctly. Let's say a la Phil Jackson or someone something. That's a great that's a great mind, but it seems like parang James Jones reminds me little bit of um Joe Dumars in that conti conti lang like he's he's been building up a team um and 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 then I think the switch was um CP3 I think I think he saw that we all saw that the success in the in the bubble uh, albeit something you might not hear you might like to hear but <laughs> we I've mentioned it a couple times yeah, in this fine, podcast where the 8 and 8 and 0 was like as a fan, nanginayang ako nun because you had Booker who was cooking and he wasn't able to participate in the playoffs. So you want to reward that kind of performance? You're right, right. Yeah. It's just it's just like buzzer beater over the Clippers. Everything like that was just the epitome, like just to, just the to cap it off, na lang. But to me, parang that 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 showed potential, and then the CP3 adding was just for me brilliant because I know as a Thunder fan, he he has a different impact that goes beyond just the tangible talaga. It's intelligence, it's scoring ability in like late shot situations. That's priceless. It's in-game coaching. Um, 
it's it's like Rondo with an offensive package. That, that that that's how I see it, and 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 kudos to you guys. I mean, we benefited from that as uh, I'm a Thunder fan. We pushed the Rockets to seven games. That's really that's yeah, last year. Yeah. That was really something super unexpected because we weren't even like expecting to even or we were not like the we weren't there, there weren't expectation for us to even make the playoffs. So so this is this is I'm glad that you guys are benefiting from CP. It's 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 he's in his veteran years. It's in his advanced age. But yeah, how do you feel about that? Like, I guess that's my feeling as a Thunder fan. But how do you feel about like the CP3 effect? Yeah, I want I want to ask you about this yeah. um, because because um, there, there seems there seems to be, seems to be a reaction to like when people <laughs> yeah. say I mean the Sun Twitter seems to react a certain way when people start um, let's say putting CP3 in the MVP conversation or I guess maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, 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 maybe you understand more as but, a Suns fan. Yeah, like, what's what? Where's that? Yeah. yeah, I think there's always this thing on Twitter, on social media, that this thing called the CP3 effect, which is yeah, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> every time I, I look at the replies to let's say a post of um, ESPN, for example, the Suns are number one, and then people would say CP3 effect, CP3 effect, CP3 effect when <laughs> You know, it, it's it's kind of like people are putting everything or crediting mm, yeah. CP3 for everything that the Suns have achieved so far this season. <laughs> when you know, yeah, when you look at the bubble, um, their performance there was already indicative of how they would have performed this year, even without Chris Paul, they would have made the playoffs. I think, you know, if they kept the lineup from last year with Ricky Rubio with uh, Kelly Oubre. There was so much chemistry there as well, and if they kept that, they, they they would probably be in the top six. They would end up in the top six, but in of the West. You add CP3, it's like you boosted them from that to the top. So you know, it's it's not that CP3 created this from scratch. It's that he's like that that ingredient. It's like you know, um, yeast. To, to bread, you know, you add yeast, it's it expands. Yeah, like that, 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 yeah. That's what that's what he is to the team. He only expanded what was already there in the first place. And, you know, the, the fact that they're basically tied with Utah for number one. Actually, ano pa yan? Partida pa yan. Because remember, they started 8-8 eight and eight in January. Because there was basically virtually no training camp, a very short off-season. So it's, that was, you know, the, those first 20 games, it was like the feeling out process, getting used to, you know, I saw how Devin Booker and Chris Paul seemed to not coexist when they were playing. So uh, there was this fear in me that, oh shit, this might not work. This might blow up in our face. But it was just the start. And, the, you know, the, the fact that they went 500 in their first 16 games, and then went like 750 the rest of the way. You know, it, it shows you like, yeah. what if there was a training camp? What if they had more time to prepare together? Then maybe they'll be at 50 wins right now, way ahead of Utah, way ahead of the rest of the league. That's how good they've hmm. been, right? So, yeah, I think that's that's the Chris Paul effect. It's not 
Come on, guys! Don't don't put it all on him. Credit, <laughs> give credit to the other guys. Give credit to everyone. Yeah, I get that. Because yeah. it's it's not just him, you know. <laughs> and I guess I guess additionally, it's also like it's also parang it kind of minimizes the the total effect of parang what the rest of the ingredients um, have have been able to contribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the growth of the underrated, <clears throat> offensively and defensively, is you know you, you can't. Okay. It's not okay. just Chris well, Paul, you know. Good point. And he has <clears throat> yeah. contributed a lot, especially with the uh, some close wins that we have against, uh, like, I think Milwaukee and Philadelphia recently, when you know he had some really clutch late offensive rebounds, yeah. which you know last year he wouldn't have gotten those. So you know there's this growth okay. uh, on his part. There's this growth on you know Mikael Bridges um, adding the mid range this game improving his yeah. shots you know it's so right. yeah I'm, I'm saying it's not just Chris Paul give credit to the other yeah. guys who yeah, sure. them, you know I suppose just the optics of like sometimes when you see some videos where CP3's coaching up the book um that happens or, in, every, in any team of his though in any, yeah that's right he, yeah, yeah. he is a leader he's a natural yeah, leader yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and from the start it. he was um uh, I, I suppose it's a stretch it's, it's a stretch for me and I see why that might be like something that you could be pushing up, pushing back against would be to, to put CP3 in the names of or the MVP discussion. Medyo, medyo exaggerated. Um, I, mean, um, I would, I might I say. would, I would, I would put in. I mean, no, because it's you it's would, like, you would. It's like okay. you know, How did Steve Nash win MVP in 2005 and 2006? He wasn't, Mm-mm. you know, numbers. He didn't put up mm-hmm. gaudy numbers, but you yes, saw yes. how how important he was to the team. Like I remember, and he was in his prime too. Yeah, yeah, in his first season with the Suns, I remember um, they were thirty-one and four at one point. Steve Nash rolled his ankle, missed six games. When he came back, they oh, were thirty-one and ten. So you know, yeah, you saw how immediately how important he was, how valuable he was. Now you know, yeah. for me, that's that's how the MVP should be. Um, should be judged by you know how important sure, is sure. a guy to to the team and compare that with how important that you know how much is his importance as compared to another guy's importance to his team. So, but yeah. that's that's how I'm looking at it. So he should be. I mean, he might not win it, but he should be at by virtue the, of the how the MVP used to be voted or yeah, has been historically yeah. voted on. CP three. He should be there. Being it's arguably the best player on the best team. Yeah, should or be if, the, if, in the discussion. Know, there are some who say, well, he's not even the best player in his team because that's yeah, yeah. that probably the sticking I would, point. I will yeah. also say, well, he might not be the best player, but he is the most important player, if not yeah, yeah. You know, okay. one of the uh, most important. So, which is what an MVP should be for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Was that quick? Quick aside. Um, was that o four o five season like the genesis of? You're, you're yeah. being a Suns fan. Yeah, because back then I was a Kings fan. And then okay. Chris Webber got injured. The Kings. Parang anti Lakers lahat. Ah. Yeah, that's why I hate the Lakers, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Webber oh, no. got injured. He got Laker rivals. So I was looking for a team to cheer for. And then I saw how the yeah. Suns played. So fun. That's That 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 era was so fun. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It was so much fun. 
So let's get into clear path straight trash. So the the new way, our our new format is that each of us has a hot take, and um, the other two uh, will rate whether it's clear path or straight trash. And it should be fun because um, it can get a bit testy <laughs> when we rate each other's clear path or straight trash takes. Um, so let's go. Um, you guys want to go first or? So uh, I'll go first just because I feel like mine is. A little bit weird, but um, with 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 the way this this podcast started, with the, some of the comments that that Enzo made, my sort of weird take is now all of a sudden relevant to what we talked about. So there was news a couple of days ago where Tom Brady said that he would trade two rings for a perfect season, right? I'm, I'm sure Enzo, you you've yeah yeah seen I heard that, that. I heard of that. news, yeah. Um, so I started thinking about like how like what what that would um, mean in NBA talk or whatever. So a lot of people were talking about oh LeBron giving up uh, giving up the 3-1 uh, uh, comeback for uh, for a couple of rings or whatever. So I thought of something that would, would fit into this pod more and I thought of the Suns. And it kind of made sacked because of what you said earlier in the pod. I would, if I was this, if I were the Phoenix Suns, yeah. I wouldn't trade the 8-0 bubble for an 8th seed in last year's bubble. Because the eight, for me, the 8-0 eight, the eight run in the bubble ended up being more legendary than if they made the 8th seed with no fuss. And probably got eliminated in the first or second round. No offense, Enzo. But yeah, I mean, I feel like, I feel like that 8-0 yeah, like that, yeah. that run ended up, ends up becoming more legendary than anything. And especially with the way they are now, I wouldn't give it up for a spot in the playoffs. I want to hear what the Suns, if it's a Trash take or a clear I, path? I, I think, I I think it's sun. clear path. Because ooh, I thought you'd say. You know, I think, yeah, I, oh, okay. No, because I'm thinking if if we made the playoffs and let's say won a game or two as an as an eight seed, it's gonna it might have led to not getting Chris Paul somehow. Ooh, you know because you know you're okay, you're okay. successful yeah, this yeah. way. You're gonna retain this lineup for next year, and maybe mm-hmm. this year we would be like number five, four, six, something like that. So okay. yeah. it's like a, you know a blessing in disguise somehow that we yeah. didn't make it. So there was an extra push to make a push for Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. I, I'll st- I'll go with the Suns fan. I'll say it's a clear path. I think that's the okay. yeah. it's a wise thing. Yeah. I just thought um, Enzo would go the other way because of how he had sentiment about the right, right. <laughs> no. I was like, oh, interesting. I'm next, but it's a bit centric So okay, I'll stick okay. with the theme. Um, this, today, Chris Paul is better than Russell Westbrook. More valuable to the team, to their team. Oh, that, that changes it. Which one is it? More Ooh, better or yeah, more valuable? Good. Good, good. Choose one, choose one, choose one. Choose one. Okay, okay. Um, there, there, there are different answers for that. For I sure. rank in top point guards Chris Paul higher than Westbrook. So, like just just <laughs> today. Not, today, this the not, in today the career. Right. Today, today in today. In, in this season, this season, let's say this season, Chris Paul over Westbrook for this season. When when I. If I, I, I can go for it because I feel like I already have an answer and I might lose it. 
Um, I think I think for me the way I see it, when you when you when you say just because the, the the first phrasing of the question was who is better, um, yeah. When, when, whenever you say that, it it triggers a very individualistic opinion in my mind where it's like sure, sure. you look at them that way. Um, holy crap. Um, Westbrook is having a season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so like you can't. That's why, that's why it's a hot thing. Yeah. So, um, if if you're to phrase it the second one, which who's who's more valuable, sure. hands down, Chris Paul, no doubt. But okay. when you, if if you go with the initial, you know, the initial thing, which is like who's better, I'd I'd, I'd argue, um, Westbrook. So who did you say again? You said you said Chris Paul. So, so I'd say, trash, I, I would say me. I would say like if you were to rank them, you would rank. Chris Paul higher than yeah, so for me, straight, for me it's a straight for me it's a straight chat if okay. it's the ranking yeah okay <laughs> saying this objectively I would say straight trash Ooh, okay that, wait 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 again Chris Paul is like, he ranked he ranked Chris Paul higher. over yeah. oh okay, okay I would say yeah I mean clear path oh, okay. oh. Okay, okay, I'm looking okay, at um, I think Consistently, <laughs> that leads to yes. to wins instead of. I mean, yeah. you know, the Wizards recently have been fairly successful, like the past two three weeks. But before that, Russ was putting up the numbers, mm. but wasn't getting the results. <laughs> good so point, good point. Yeah. it's yeah, you know, for me, parang, yeah, you have the numbers, but you don't have the wins. While Chris Paul has the wins, yeah. but not the numbers that Russ has. I mean, he has great numbers, but Russ's numbers are super like otherworldly right now. Super ibang classes he Westbrook, yeah. So I would I would give the edge to Chris Paul because he's getting the more important stat, which is the W. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. For, you know, for, yeah. for Fair, fair, sustained amount of time. That's fair. Yeah, so that's why for me it's a bit of a debate because you have a 36-year-old Chris Paul um, who's taking his team to, not taking, but like part of a team that's the first seed, essentially, or second seed, um, bouncing here and there. And then you have a Westbrook who had a tumultuous start to this particular season, moving into a new team, having a solid, let's say, all-star co-star in in Beal. Bradley Beal. Yeah. In fact, yeah, yeah. in fact, Beal and Booker are comparable in terms of the level yeah. of player that they are, which is very, very, yeah, very yeah. good. True. Um, uh, so, given that, um, my my bias probably against Westbrook given. Just sometimes he he irked me as a as a Thunder fan. It's personal. It's personal. <laughs> so <laughs> so so um so it's uh I any that's why I'm like my my I'm I'm with I'm with Enzo. Um, I, thank you for agreeing with me. Uh, we it's a sign that you know basketball, man. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> I'll take that jab. <laughs> no, it's a it's a bias, it's a bias take. But that's why that's why those two players are interesting for me. Um, Chris yeah, Paul, Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. Historically, they could rank close to each other. Uh, uh, yeah, there are a lot of players who who in different positions that that have that 
like individual versus team success team. kind of yeah, yeah. but then again they haven't neither of them have had championships so um it's yeah, interesting yeah. um True. and their styles are vastly like almost opposite you yeah, know yeah. as point guards and they're both in the same position so that's yeah. a debate for me and i'll take cp career-wise today yeah. tomorrow just just you know take the <laughs> fair, number fair, of fair. number of 15 assist games with zero turnovers oh damn. yeah what about what about so, 24 assist games though 14 points <laughs> 24 assists yeah. and 21 rebounds what, what what about 20 assists zero turnovers <laughs> the, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that that's that's clean no that's so clean yeah yeah, yeah. right cp is. does do that Wow, I mean, that's why point guard. Yeah, I love how it's a Suns team, um, Suns themed clear path or straight trash tonight. Because <laughs> for you, okay, man, cause my, for you, for you, my hot take is also Suns related. And since we okay. also mentioned the Warriors, okay, go for it, bro. Okay, here's my hot take. I think the Phoenix Suns are on the on the same trajectory as the Golden State Warriors. The Dynasty Golden State Warriors. They're on this what the path. <laughs> Dang, bro. That is a hot take, Pare. <laughs> Catching me off guard there, man. I have a reason, but... <laughs> Speechless. Do, do I explain now or do you call it... No, we, we, we can give her. We can, we can call it first, and then and then. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like, I I I, see, I respect the hell out of the Suns this year, but I I just feel like there was so much more in favor in terms of like a formula that that was brewing for the for the Warriors when they had their run. Yeah, like they were all they they were all up and coming. Like they were kind of young. Like they had a lot of you know cohesiveness and. I mean, the Suns have a, have a lot of that, but I feel like maybe maybe you're one youngish star away from what the Warriors had. So I feel like for me, straight trash. But I mean, it, it's it's not at all a hit on the Suns because I mean, yeah. I just don't know if it's at that level. Yeah, yeah. What about right. you, Tino? Bro, that the, calling that making that take or give it, that's your take. It's like. Buying Bitcoin at in 2013, bro. That's like super <laughs> too early, bro. For me, it's just too early. Um, well, like, actually, that's, that's a weird analogy, teens. That's like the well, best time to buy Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm saying no one knew, right? Yeah, I, I get you, I get you, I get you. Yeah, um, but definitely Bitcoin did pan out, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, or yeah. should I say Dogecoin? Um. Yeah, so it's basically like getting Dogecoin 2020. Um, uh, but but that's a risk. It's a risk to, to call that. Um, yeah. It's a big bet that you that that you've made if you if you like put money on that um, to say that the the next five years is gonna be full of seventy win seasons, back to back MVPs on this. Um, what was that unanimous MVP? Uh, um, Two championships with a superstar Laying and out that way, arguably the winningest 
team ever and the most yeah. unfair team ever. Most Not talented arguably, team man, they are the winningest team in terms of that. that, 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 that For sure, that stretch, yeah. that three yeah. years, yeah. Five, four year stretch. Yeah, no argument, yeah. Okay, go. Um, I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear from. from so so. I, I don't know how you're going to... I know you're a lawyer, but I don't know how you're going to make a case out of this, man. <laughs> no, listen. When... when I'm, I'm, I'm looking at how the teams are built and where they are now relative to, you know, the timeline that they had. So, you look at Steph Curry drafted in... What is it? 08? 09? 09, yeah. When he was drafted... Right, you know, right now, he's... Uh, Undoubtedly, the, the star of the team. But when he was drafted, the Warriors were struggling. They didn't make the playoffs for four years, three years, four, four five years. And when in between, in between the time he was drafted and the time they made the playoffs, that was when they drafted Clay Thompson, they drafted Draymond Green, Harrison Barnes, they, they got Bogut. They got they traded I think for Igudala, you know they signed Leandro Barbosa um, along the way. Livingston, Sean Livingston, you know all of these guys, and there was this I think 2013 when they, you know th- that core was already complete, but you know they were good, but they missed the playoffs. And then the following year, they got mm, much better. They made the playoffs. I think they were a second round exit then. And then that's when everything started to fall into place. They won championships. You know, they they had they had this you know amazing run. And <laughs> the Suns have Devin Booker, drafted twenty fifteen. Such a gigantic step, bro. Just in 2015, missed the playoffs for four or five years. And then last year, they almost made the playoffs. They missed it by half a game. And, you know, the, the, way, the way this RGM is building the team, slowly but surely, you know, getting the right pieces, it's there. Right now, we're number two in the West. Number one, number two, it's there. We have Chris Paul. You know, I don't know how how it would play out, but <laughs> you know what, man? I'm, I'm I'm actually hoping that I'm actually hoping that it happens because we look so stupid right now laughing. At you. Remember, remember when I think when was that? Your first episode, I think you talked about the twenty five under twenty five guys, and the yeah, Suns yeah. had three. Sure. The Suns had three guys there: Booker, Bridges, and Aiton. Now imagine if they keep those three guys for the next. Six years, eight years. I don't know if they can keep them that long. But there's so much potential there. And, you know, Devin Booker is already a superstar. It's just, you know, just just wait, Tino. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to control myself because if it happens, we're going to look so dumb, teens. Yeah, I'm going to laugh at you guys. We have to to delete this the moment it happens, teens. The moment it happens. I'll never pray for any team's downfall, um, except the Warriors. I'm. I would love to support you in this. It's just, bro, like the step that you took, the huge jump that you made from missing the playoffs and then Warriors level, man. It's like, bro. Like, I mean, did did you think what, that in 2014? <laughs> right? 
uh, he has a point. I mean, the Suns are built. Parang it's the right way to build a team. So, do you do you feel like this is the Mark Jackson time uh, for the Suns, the man? Like this is the yeah building the maybe. personnel up. Parang it's it's the time you know you you restore faith in the franchise. You know for players to choose to go to your team. This is it. Yeah. And yeah. so you know with a smart GM, an owner who has finally got out of the way of making basketball decisions. Okay. And you know the moves that the moves this season like. Tory Craig getting him for cash considerations, you know, and flipping um, Trevor Ariza and the carcass of Ryan Anderson for Kelly Oubre. I mean, Good there's there's, um, there's this great potential ahead. It's a hot thing. Oh my gosh, you can a true believer. It. You can laugh at it now, but if it happens, <laughs> I'm gonna laugh at you guys. <laughs> That'd be so interesting if it does, man. What a bet, bro. Oh my god. What what a way to end this pod with this with this insane take, dude. Whoever's whoever's listening, if you're a Suns fan and you want to hold this against us, clip this, record it, save it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, man. But definitely oh, I wanna see how the, the how they, they, they they're able to perform in, in these playoffs. That would be very interesting to to watch. Yeah. Yep. Solid guys. There was there was God. a great this, this this is a great one. This is a great pod. <laughs> As you can tell by the by the amount of time we took making this and how long For the sure. actual pod ends up being. I mean, yeah. I know I, I know those who who do stick around in in our pod. So I thank you for for making it this far. Um, we appreciate you. Matt, for, yeah, again, for again. Um, we've been we, looking forward to having this pod with Enzo for quite yeah. a while, and we do our best to make it worth it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we yeah. definitely do our best to make it worth it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Yeah, of Yo, course, man. Of course, man. dude. Yeah. We'll have you on again soon, man. For sure. This was wild, bro. What yeah, a wild solid, finish. <laughs> Alright, guys. Um, see you next week again. Well, we might we might post clips of this also. Especially especially this ending. This clear passage <laughs> ending will be on video somewhere. So, so look out for that. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Take care. Take care. Take care. It's been fun, Thanks, guys. guys.